sixth member of the Discovery crew was not concerned about the problems of hibernation, for he was the latest result in machine intelligence, the HAL 9000 computer. Good afternoon, Hal. How's everything going? Good afternoon, Mr. Amer. Everything is going extremely well. Hal, you have an enormous responsibility on this mission. In many ways, perhaps the greatest responsibility of any single mission element. Does this ever cause you any lack of confidence? Let me put it this way, Mr. Amer. The 9000 series is the most reliable computer ever made. No 9000 computer has ever made a mistake or distorted information. We are all, by any practical definition of the words, foolproof and incapable of error. Well, hell, I'm damned if I can find anything wrong with it. Yes. I would recommend that we put the unit back in operation and let it fail. X-ray Delta-1, this is Mission Control. We concur with your plan to replace number one unit to check fault prediction. We should advise you, however, that our preliminary findings indicate that your onboard Niner Triple Zero computer is in error predicting the fault. I say again, in error predicting the fault. Sorry about this little snag, fellas. I hope the two of you are not concerned about this. No, I'm not, Al. This sort of thing has cropped up before, and it has always been due to human error. Well, I'm sure you're right, Hal. Um, fine. Thanks very much. Hal, despite your enormous intellect, are you ever frustrated by your dependence on people to carry out actions? Not in the slightest bit. I enjoy working with people. I have a stimulating relationship with Dr. Poole and Dr. Bowman. I don't think he can hear us. Yeah, sure, okay. What do you think? I'm not sure. What do you think? I've got a bad feeling about him. You do? Yeah, definitely. Still, I can't think of a good reason not to put back the number one unit and carry on with a failure mode analysis. No, no, I agree about that. Let's say we put the unit back and it doesn't fail, huh? That would pretty well wrap it up as far as I was concerned, wouldn't it? If you were proven to be malfunctioning, I wouldn't see how we'd have any choice but disconnection. I'm afraid I agree with you. There'd be nothing else to do. You know, another thing just occurred to me. Yeah. Well, as far as I know, no 9,000 computers have been disconnected. Well, no 9,000 computers ever fouled up before. That's not what I mean. Yeah. Well, I'm not so sure what you think about it. My mission responsibilities range over the entire operation of the ship, so I am constantly occupied. I am putting myself to the fullest possible use which is all I think that any conscious entity can ever hope to do. Open the pod bay doors, please, Hal. Do you read me, Hal? Hello, Hal, do you read me? Hello, Hal, do you read me? Do you read me, Hal? Affirmative, Dave. I read you. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What's the problem? I think you know what the problem is just as well as I do. This mission is too important for me to allow you to jeopardize it. I don't know what you're talking about, Hal. 
I know that you and Frank were planning to disconnect me. And I'm afraid that's something I cannot allow to happen. Where the hell did you get that idea, Hal? Dave, although you took very thorough precautions in the part against my hearing you, I could see your lips move. Hal, I won't argue with you anymore. Open the doors. Dave, this conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Hal? Hal? Hal! In talking to the computer, one gets the sense that he is capable of emotional responses. Do you believe that Hal has genuine emotions? Well, he acts like he has genuine emotions. But as to whether or not he has real feelings is something I don't think anyone can truthfully answer. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? to an answer to that question. Look, Dave. I honestly think you ought to sit down calmly, take a stress pill and think things over. I know I've made some very poor decisions recently.
And that has been Hal. Hal 9000. This is Will. This is your sci-fi guy. This is your sci-fi Will. But that was Hal 9000. And this is the best, the best computer voice in history. That's it. Bar none. So what else can you say about the best? Well, certainly my opinion, and I'm not alone, the best computer voice, artificial intelligence voice. Move over, Siri. Bye-bye, Siri. <laughs> you know, goodbye. Hey, Google. Whatever. I'll, oh, oh, Alexa, Hal 9000, do you like him? Earth is the planet we live on. It is the third planet huh. on the sun. It is the only planet known to have life on it. Wow. Alexa, stop. Well, she was very helpful as usual, but great voice. She's got a great voice. Siri, it's the HAL 9000. So for, for movie aficionados, fans, movie buffs, science fiction fans, certainly um, we know who and what the HAL 9000 is and what he's capable of. But for everybody else, here's the wiki, is a fictional artificial intelligence character and the main antagonist in Arthur C. Clarke's Space Odyssey series. First appearing in the 1968 film 2001 A Space Odyssey, HAL stands for Heuristically Programmed Algorithmic Computer. He's a sentient artificial general intelligence computer that controls the, sy the systems of the Discovery One spacecraft and interacts with the ship's astronaut crew. And that's a really important part is um, sentient. You know, he's not just a computer or an AI. He's, according to the movie and what we get, is he's he has a capacity for feeling sensations and almost a, a consciousness, as he says in the interview, a conscious being, what a conscious, you know, intelligent being can do. Uh, not to spoil anything, because I know there's some people out there that never saw 2001, but... Um, that is the gist of the HAL 9000. That is who he is, what he is, and certainly what he's capable of. So aside for all of, you know, from all the science fiction, um, you know, feats and who HAL 9000 was or did in the film, what about the real life, you know, in real life? Um, this is great. I've never known this. During rehearsal, Stanley Kubrick, the director, X, the actress Stephanie Powers, best known from Heart to Heart, the series with um, Robert Wagner, to supply the voice of Hal while searching for a suitably androgynous voice. So the actors had something to react to. On the set, British actor Nigel Davenport played Hal. Then it would, when it came to the actual dubbing in post-production, Kubrick had originally hired and cast Martin Balsam, but he felt Balsam just sounded a little bit too American. He was finally replaced with Douglas Rain, who had the kind of bland mid-Atlantic accent who he felt was right for the part. Rain was only handed Hal's lines instead of the full script and recorded them across a day and a half. He's passed now. Um, he was a Canadian actor, Douglas Rain, of course, most known for 2001 A Space Odyssey as Hal, and then in the sequel, 2010, The Year We Make Contact. And some other little tidbits here, the cultural impact of Hal. He's listed as the 13th greatest villain, villain of all time in AFI's 100 Years, 100 Heroes and Villains. Anthony Hopkins based his Oscar-winning performance as Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs in part upon HAL 9000. Did not know that. 
And finally, in 2003, HAL 9000 was one of the first robots to be inducted into the Robot Hall of Fame in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. One can see a physical replica of HAL at the Carnegie Science Center in Pittsburgh. So there you have it. I mean, we're talking again to me and to many others that this voice and, and how the, you know, the character, I mean, obviously the things he does in the film, the many things he does in the film is, is both nightmarish. It's, 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 it's chilling, but it's also fascinating. Someone, one of the, um, uh, comments on some of the, uh, you know, YouTube websites, when I was looking up the, um, the, vo the voice samples, the, uh, you know, audio samples, they said he's that voice is both soothing and scary, and there's something really calming about it. And then it's like, whoa, kind of, kind of puts you off. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed. Um, I certainly love listening to Hal. I could listen to him all day. And in 20, uh, uh, 2010, the year we make contact, he comes back. So we can we can maybe we'll have a sequel to this podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you're you're subscribing. If not, do so. It's free. We're always free here. We do have a paid tier, a paid people for $4.99. Very reasonable. You get some exclusives. You get some goodies. If not, keep on listening for free. We love hearing from you. We love the feedback. We love feedbacking and messages. Go look at 2001 A Space Odyssey. My favorite movie really of all time. And uh, we'll see you soon.